Welcome to Clit Talk. The Pleasure Positive Podcast. We're like the sex ed you wish you got. And then some. Pussy, pussy. It's gonna be a good one today. Yes. I'm talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk. Talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk. Come on, girls and boys and everyone on the gender rainbow. Bring your pussies to the show. As you know, in season four, we are putting our asses on the line and exploring sex 3.0, the road to happiness. And we thought that it would be a beautiful challenge for each of us in the cast to choose our own path to paradise in the realms of sex, sexuality, and self-care to see what gems we could uncover for all you fabulous karate. Why? Because we love you. And we hope that this inspires you to embark on your own journey to profound bliss and satisfaction in your own life. Fuck yeah. So today we are speaking to me, Katie. Katie. <laughs> there's a blank in this. Girl. Like fill in the blank. But there's not, it's not just blank. It's a short bio bullet points here. Oh, You're that's supposed to have confusing. your bio. Tell us your bio, Katie. Who the fuck are you? I mean, if you've been listening to this show for the last, well, what this if is like, this is the first episode they're listening to? I mean, we did just hit uh, our seventy-five what post. We released our seventy-fifth episode yeah, today. So, you know, and this is someone our, might start at seventy-six. They need to know who you are. Episode, so maybe they're not. <laughs> maybe they're not here. <laughs> Again, we're not editing these episodes. Nope. Um, we're done with that. Okay, show. yeah. So I'm Katie. I'm a nurse. And an actor in a television, right? I work in television mostly. I've worked in medical television for the last 11 years. I'm from Cleveland. And I was talking to someone the other day who's a big fan of the show. She was actually a guest on this show, Marguerite Moreau. And she, you should go listen to her episode because it's so good. And we were laughing about how I'm like one of the prudest ones in the room. And she's like, I don't think you're the prudest one. I would think you're the most curious. And I was like, I like that. I'm going to just take that. Sure. You're, the only- You're curious. What am I? <laughs> I don't even know. Well, I mean, yeah, if she's prude and got pregnant at a sex party, what does that say about us? I you guys know. are just like gung-ho to like go do it. Like, I'm just curious about it. Like, right. I just want to know about it. I'm interested. Maybe that's the word she is. I'm You're interested. curious about anal sex. You were like an anal sex ninja. Well, I came in. <laughs> I came in with those gems, you know. Her and every other Catholic okay, girl so in Ohio. Wait, I know, seriously, wait, so it's a Catholic We're supposed thing. to tell the people what are we talking about today. Okay. So what are so we talking about today? My Road to Happiness in this season is birthing all my babies. So I did just have a baby, and he's going to be two months old on Friday. I can't even believe it. And um, Mic drop. <laughs> can't believe so you gave birth amazing. to No, I can't. It must feel like yesterday. It really does. It really does. But I'm happy I can fit in a lot of my clothes now. So <laughs> you look so hot. Oh, like, she looks so great. And she's so tiny and yeah. just radiantly glowing skin. Thanks, guys. Yeah. I did get seven hours of sleep last night for the first time in two months. Yay. Wow. Yeah. For any of the moms out there, they know what a big fucking deal that is. Yeah. So thank you so much for having me on today to share my birth story. There's something about when you have a baby, it's no longer about you anymore. And all of the attention is on the baby as it should be. They're adorable. 
And I think it's really important for mothers to be able to tell their birth story and be listened to. So I really wanted to encourage everyone to, no matter how long you've had a baby, to go ahead and tell your birth story if you didn't have the opportunity to, because it is a crazy experience to go through. And it's really fun to be able to tell the story and have someone really listen to you. So um, here mine goes. So I will begin with my birth story since no one's heard it in this room yet. That's not true. It's over Lindsay. Fucking lie, Katie. I heard your birth story. You were the first one to hear my birth story. You were also the first one over my house. You threw my baby shower. Like, you set up my, Lindsay set up my meal train. It was like, you were my I'm the best clip of them all. Let's just be real. (laughs) (laughs) Very involved. But we've been friends for like, 11 years That's so true. I mean if Since you we were weren't two, doing that stuff it's like I'd be like what the fuck Lindsay in the womb you were friends we were twins separated at birth 12 years ago <laughs> yeah so okay and we're all drunk right now I'm just kidding we're not, we're not. why I'm, aren't we <laughs> I'm just like high on life right now I'm like out of the house and this is my first time really out. I've never seen you so excited to be in the studio. I've never been so excited to be here. <laughs> yeah, it's really interesting, actually. I'm like observing this. <laughs> it's Over BB. Here. Oh, it, no, PB. It's AB. No. After birth. Oh, shit. after birth. Uh, PB, post birth. I'm dying to hear the story. Uh, yeah, what's I don't going no on? No desire please. for children. So, could you please just tell us how okay. this orgasmic yes. birth Yes, Katie, you had this happened. orgasmic birth, right? Fuck no. It was not an <laughs> orgasmic birth. There was nothing orgasmic was about super it. optimistic. <laughs> you know, more power to the women out there. I just had a really good girlfriend. She, I don't know if she had an orgasmic birth, but she did an all-natural home birth, and she was in labor for like 40-some hours. Gee, so oh, like, more power no, to her. You. She was in a pole. Her pictures are amazing. I was not this um, woman once I went into labor. <laughs> so... Um, where do I begin? So the day before, I was told that I was supposed to have five to six more days before I was going to deliver. I was like two centimeters dilated. They're like, you know, you have time. My family was in town. It was my mom's birthday the next day. So I was like, great. I have another weekend. I went that day and I got an acupuncture treatment, which I highly recommend for anyone who wants to go into labor because I'm pretty sure that's what sent me because she hooked me up to these electrical stimulation with the needles. I don't know if you've read acupuncture, but did you I, get acupuncture in your pussy? feel amazing. No, but she got did all the points that you're not supposed to do when you're pregnant. Mm. So it's like an inducement, basically, with acupuncture. And it felt so good because my back was hurting so bad. So I did that, and then I felt a lot better. And then I went to the mall to buy my mom a birthday present. Every 15 minutes, I had to go to the bathroom. And I was so, I was like a zombie walking around the mall. I just kept shopping. I couldn't find anything for mom. <laughs> and um, so that night, it was, I just kept peeing a lot. And it was really weird. And then I was up all night. I was up until like 4.30 in the morning. It was like he dropped. It's called lightning when the baby like drops into your pelvis. Like it all of a sudden became like he was just right there on my bladder. So it was using it as a squeezy toy. <laughs> using it as a squeezy toy. It was like he was squeezing it. It was really crazy. So um so I couldn't sleep and I was just peeing and I was just like, this is so annoying. So I got up and I was like, well, I might as well work. So I got up and I reviewed the last edit notes of my pilot. <laughs> And I sent off a bunch of emails, and I and the pilot was done. So I was like, "Oh, great! I don't have any more notes. I'm going to send this off to my managers." And um, and I wrote in the email, I was like, "I think 
not delivering this baby is delaying my other baby. So here it is. It's done. You're welcome. Four hours later, I went into labor while I was sitting there writing thank you notes from my baby shower (laughs) 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 and getting everything done. So my contractions were really unusually intense. They tell you to go to the hospital when your contractions are five minutes apart. Normally, you've been having contractions for like a couple of hours. Some women, when they're with their first baby, they're in pre-labor for 15 hours. And you have a contraction. It goes away. 30 minutes later, you have another one. I started at five minutes when you would normally go to the hospital. And then within an hour, they were three minutes apart and three minutes long, which is really unusual. (laughs) So it was just like hitting, hitting. Ethan took me to the hospital, obviously. And so then we called my doctor and I went, anyways, I went to the hospital like almost immediately and they almost gave me medicine to slow down my contractions if I wasn't going to get an epidural. So I got an epidural as soon as I got there. And you originally weren't going to, I, Yeah, correct? my birth plan was to have a natural birth, go for an orgasmic birth, as I talked about in previous episodes. And, and just tell briefly what an orgasmic birth is in case someone hasn't heard that other episode. When the baby's crowning, like it's not, you're not masturbating or anything while you're giving birth. It's oh, really? the sensation. I totally thought that's what totally what I thought it was. That's what I thought it was, I thought Ethan's in there just rubbing your clit. <laughs> no. As you're giving birth. No. It's a euphoric experience <laughs> oh. where it's as if you're having an orgasm where it's not painful. It's pleasurable. Well, a, a mental thing. No, it's like a, it's just what actually happens. So, like but you how don't do you feel pain. that? You don't induce it. It doesn't happen to every woman, but it, it only happens when you have a natural birth. Because when you get an epidural, you're numb and you don't. Is your clitoris numb? I mean, everything is numb. So but the weird. orgasmic birth, so it's not rubbing on your clit. No, no. It's when, it's usually when the baby's head is crowning, when your like vagina is being <laughs> sugar space right now. <clears throat> is priceless priceless you look terrified um so <laughs> you I'm also you're like holding, holding your breath well, i know i am i'm not breathing i'm also wondering like did the water ever break because i thought that happened so <laughs> that happened that happens at movies i know it didn't it's not a thing no, no it, it is it, a thing it, it, it is a thing like my water broke right after i got my epidural but i was already at the hospital it's not like a sign you're in labor you have labor before that. But so for some women, your water might break. But it's really a thing in the movies. Yeah. I got it. It's Hollywood. Hey there, Clitorati. It's Katie. So you all know I'm a nurse, and Clit Talk for me is a health conversation. I really want to take a minute to share a product with you that has made a huge difference in my life. Foria Wellness Awaken CBD Lubricant. Remember that. I use it multiple times per week, and this is coming from the woman who never used to masturbate. Not only has it enhanced my new masturbation lifestyle, it's eased the pain I used to have during sex, and my husband is super happy because our bedroom play is so much more fun. So so I personally reached out to Foria Wellness to see if they would partner with Clit Talk, and they were an overwhelming yes. So now you can get a discount on their fabulous products by going to our brand new pleasure store at clittalkshow.com. All their products are there, and if you're interested in trying them out for yourself, use the discount code CLITTALK10 for 10% off your purchase. I can't recommend them enough, so do yourself a favor and get your pussy high. So anyways, you're saying orgasmic birth crowning, the baby's head crowning. Yeah, so it's— And then they start rubbing your clit. 
There's no clitoral <laughs> simulation. No I don't understand. It's just I, like it, I know. So it's I'm like, where's the orgasm part go? It feels, it apparently feels, I didn't have one, so I don't know. <laughs> but you had a I've vision. Read books, I've read yeah. books on it. I read all these books and I was really excited to, to try. Look, when you have a baby, you have to make a birth plan. Your doctor has you do it. She wanted me to print it in color and laminate it. So I'm pretty sure every doctor makes you do some sort of birth plan if she had me do that kind of homework assignment. Pretty much every woman I've talked to, the birth plan goes right out the door. Don't be attached to it. It's great to have aspirations for what your birth will be. Um, but it shows you're preparing, which is what they want you to do. The intention is to get yeah. your head in the game. So anyways... My contractions were insane. There was this other woman on the monitor who her, Ethan says that her line was like a nice, gentle wave. It was going up to 50 and mine were rigid and going up to 100. Bang, 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 one right after another. It was nuts. The good thing about this is I was only in labor for eight and a half hours, which is very short first pregnancy. You're so like that should go in the Guinness Book of World Records. <laughs> Eight hours. Most women are in labor for like two days. Yeah, oh the shortest yeah. amount of time. Oh. It was crazy. I remember I had a kidney stone a few years ago and it was nine hours and I was like, oh, well, if I can do this, I can do, um, I can I'll have a baby. Knock that shit in. Not the same. Not I got an epidural as soon as I got there. And, um, <laughs> get me the epidural. It really was. <laughs> she it really was. She grabs like that. You fucking did this to me. <laughs> I'm like visualizing every Hollywood movie right now. Oh my gosh. I was just like. That movie knocked up. I was just oming. I was just trying. I was just breathing. That's all I could do. And the anesthesiologist who was there was the one anesthesiologist my friend said not to use. And Ethan was like, she doesn't want her. And I was like, she'll be fine. (laughs) And she was great. She only had to stick me once. It was perfect. So, and it worked. My son's name is Cooper. And his heart rate kept decelerating because my contractions were so intense. So as soon as I got there, they called a code. They put me on a face mask. I'm a nurse. I was a patient, like a real patient for probably the second time in my life. So his heart rate kept decelerating because the contractions were so much that he was hanging onto the my um, umbilical cord. So he wasn't getting mm. perfusion, perfusion. So Which is? Which is? Perfusion, like he wasn't getting oxygen or blood flow. So his don't heart use rate. your fucking terms with us, okay? I'm sorry. <laughs> don't use proper medical Dumb it terms. Down, yeah. baby. No, I'm just kidding. I'm dumbing it down as much as I can to stop me <laughs> when it's not dumb enough. So um what I didn't know is that they were preparing to take me for an emergency C section outside of my room. So I'm really glad that I didn't know that because my room was super chill. Um, thanks to my awesome husband, Ethan, who was amazing. In Did all of he this. know they were preparing for an emergency C-section? I don't think he knew that either. But my mom was like crying outside the door. And because my son, he was um, so funny to say my son. Um, <laughs> he was. Kate, Katie, you're officially a MILF. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Bow, 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 You're bow. an actual milf now. That's awesome. I should get a t-shirt. This I'm an milf. actual milf. <laughs> I'm an actual milf. Is that an asshole thing to wear? I'm an no. actual milf. No, I think that's brilliant. I'm a milf. I'm a milf. Got milf? <laughs> Got, Got milf. milf. <laughs> it's honestly like for, it, if if we say it, it's fine. But like, you know, you don't need to say it. Yeah, I shouldn't probably shouldn't wear a t-shirt saying. I'm well, no, I'm, I'm going to buy you a t-shirt. You could say my, my friend bought me this t-shirt. She said, I'm, I'm a, a milf. milf. Yeah, the top of the, part, the t-shirt says, my friend bought me this t-shirt. 
you're a fucking MILF. Doesn't that kind of go against everything we're doing? Like, the, you know the Amy Schumer skit where all the girls are like, oh my gosh, I'm just like so fat today. Like, you can't say anything nice about yourself. Oh, really? So you keep saying like mean things. And then when one girl comes in and says something nice about herself, all the other girls are like, Yeah. They're like, excuse me? <laughs> you actually have self-esteem? Oh my god! I don't play that game. I'm hot and I know it. Boom. I'm sexy and I know it. We should make MILF shirts for all of our listeners. Um, And then my doctor came in. She talked to me. She said that she wasn't—I wasn't supposed to have a C-section. He was positioned perfectly for a natural birth, and she wanted to encourage me to have a vaginal birth in my next one. I was like, oh, okay. And she's like, I'm going to check you one more time, but we're going to— probably have to take you for a C-section. So it's like, okay, well, whatever. You need to get him out. Because he had meconium twice, which meconium is when the baby poops in utero and it's a big like um, risk for breathing. I want to say aspiration. Like he can aspirate it and get an infection. That's the proper medical term, right? Yeah. <laughs> Got it. I was trying not to use the proper medical term. That was great. You gave us the dumbed down version. And the gave version. version. Yeah, you could inhale his own shit. So basically, she checked me. I was nine centimeters dilated. And then I pushed the baby out in 27 minutes because I had to. Because wow. he couldn't be any more stressed. That's so that was it. That's awesome. It was awesome. And she just wiped the poop right off of his face when he came out. He was perfectly fine. They suctioned his lungs. He was able to stay with us. He didn't need to go to the NICU. And he's the most adorable little thing I've ever seen. Andy has my eyes. I think Aww. the only I think the only other really adorable thing is how excited Ethan is. Ethan is the most ecstatic father. Dude, I went over to their house the week that Cooper was born. And Ethan Ethan stops me. He goes, I am literally not the same person I was last week. I know. <laughs> and he wanted to show me like birth videos of the actual birth. <laughs> your dream came Did true. Did he actually look at your vagina while it was happening? Yeah, he was holding my leg back. Ethan caught Cooper yep. and he cut the cord. Wow. And my husband studied all of this stuff. So he's someone who if he sees blood, he passes out flat. He's gone. And so now, he, yeah. he really didn't want to do that. He wanted to really be a part of the birth. He studied and he's like, if I understand what's going on, then I can be in it and I don't have to freak out, you know? So yeah. that was this hypothesis of, and it actually worked. <laughs> Better he than the was, orgasmic birth. Yes. <laughs> he was so in it. He said to me, Lindsay, the umbilical cord is actually magic. I forgot he said that. He said, it's magic is flowing to the baby from the umbilical cord. He's like, you can see life force inside of there. I know. He's like, it glistens like <laughs> magic fairy dust. He, he was really, like, and still, I mean, if, if men yeah. could breastfeed, Ethan would be taking that baby from me <laughs> you know and they, breastfeeding this child. That reminds me of the Fockers. What was that? The Fockers. Oh, no, that's have, a real. That's a real yeah. thing. They have. It's like it's like fake breasts <laughs> yeah. that the men can put on. That's filled. But with, I'd still have to. Pump. It's like a bottle, basically. I'd still have to pump and yeah. give it to him. But the whatever that reference it's is, it's like I've, I've got nipples. Can you milk me? Can you, can you milk me, Greg? He's talking about the tits. No, but the there's this, the like in the next episode when they have a kid, he's a grandpa and he makes these breasts so he can breastfeed the grandson in the second Meet the Fockers. Oh, I didn't know. I don't remember the second one. Anyway. Oh my God. Ethan would totally do that. <laughs> okay, so I'm so glad I finally got to share my birth story with the Clitz crew. And I'm really mm. excited to 
because I'm two months out now. So talk about vaginal healing, sex after birth, and what it's like to be a mom. I had my first, I went to back to work this week. So it's been really interesting trying to juggle everything. So you, you guys will have to stay tuned to hear what her her doctor <laughs> called her around the realm of breastfeeding. <laughs> It's a great nickname, but you'll have to stay, stay tuned for that. Oh Until God, next what a time. teaser. <laughs> All right. We love you, Clitorati. Bye. We'll see you next Tuesday. Did you just love this episode of Clit Talk? Well, shit. Then you better head on over to iTunes and subscribe. But only if you want amazing orgasms. Also, while you're over there, please rate us and leave a review. But again, only if we're open to incredible sex and amazing relationships and world peace and stuff like that. I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, It's very much appreciated and thank you.